you have to grow. All right, let's get it, man. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Welcome to Modern Growth, man. We back at 2021, man. Hope you had a happy new year. But first and foremost, man, we're back. I know it's in a hiatus for us a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? Life has been crazy. 2020 has been crazy, but we back. Refreshed and ready to go. So, family, how you doing, G? What's going on with me? Talk to me. Man, bro, I'm blessed, 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 man. And I got to give you a shout out one more again, bro. This fucking mic. Man, so Kendall got me a mic for Christmas this year, y'all. And this mic is fuego. I, like, <laughs> we was just talking earlier, man. This this mic make you want to pop, man. So we finna be on here all the time now, dog. I ain't lying. Yeah, bro. We definitely finna tap it on the regular, on the regular this year, man. We looking forward to a lot of content that we want to bring to y'all this year, man, and honestly like you know improve production improve everything man so expect big things for modern growth this year and thank you all for uh following us thank you all for watching us thank you all for listening to us but it's a lot more to come man but first and foremost g man talk to me about your new year man how you brought it in and you know just tell me well you know how you brought the new brought the new year in man so you know happy new year modern growth family um happy new year again ken um you know New Year's this year, I did something a little bit different. Um, me and my lady, we went up to uh, Flagstaff with her family, and um, we spent it up in the cold. Now, you know what I'm saying? I'm in Phoenix where it's normally warm. Go two hours north, and this it felt like Michigan up there. It felt like up north in Michigan. Like, it was cold as hell, bro. Like, snowing, all that, bro. But... The funniest part about the whole thing was that <laughs> we went snowboarding. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, my girl, for those of you that don't know, um, a lady pregnant, so she couldn't um, actually, you know, indulge in any of the, the snow activities. But on another note, I went snowboarding um, for the first time. Let me just say, it's not for me. Um, <laughs> it's not for me whatsoever. Uh, but it was a cool experience. Glad to say that I did it. Knock it off the bucket list. All that good stuff. But shit, man. My overconfident ass, man. I got out there, bro. And I'm like, I'm, fin- I'm texting her before I go. I'm like, I'm finna mutt this jump. I'm finna do my thing. I'm finna be out there looking like, you know what I'm saying? What's my man's name? Uh, uh, Sean oh, White. Yeah. I'm finna be looking yeah, like Sean yeah. White. You know what I'm saying? Kendall, bro, I got out there. And I was humbled upon the beginning. So mm. before I even strap my snow, my <laughs> let me just set the scene for you, bro. First of all, okay. there's a certain way you supposed to. There's a certain way you supposed to set up your board. Like there's a side. Obviously, there's there's one clip in for the left foot, other one for the right foot. I started off wrong because I put my foot in the wrong side, and I continue my entire day like this. Little did I know, I'm getting help <laughs> from some, <laughs> bro. I'm getting help from some 15 year old kids teaching me how to do this, John. And fam, <laughs> this is one of my worst. This is one of my worst showings ever. And not only did I not, you know, what I'm saying, just, you know, what I'm saying, chalk it at the little bunny hill. They, you know, what I'm saying, so it's the bunny hill. It's the beginner slope. Then you go to intermediate, then advanced, all that, right? So get out there on the bunny hill. First couple times, I'm like, all right, you know, what I'm saying, I probably can do this. I just got to figure out how to stop, right? Now, stopping seems like something that's pretty important in something like this, right? So 
bro. I, <laughs> first couple of times, I was like, all right, it can't be that hard. So I try to stop. I'm like, all right, boom. I'm going to just sit down when I try to stop. And I'm going to just sit down real lightly. I'm going to be cool. Did that a few times. I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to go to the beginner hill. Bro, I got to the beginner hill, bro. The dude that was behind me on the little ski lift, by the time I made it down, he had been down four times by the time <laughs> I made it to the bottom, bro. That just lets you know what my day looked like, bro. I got done, I got done snowboarding 45 minutes later, and I felt like I played a full football game, bro. Bro, I was going to ask you, I'm like, man, I know your legs had to be sore, bro. Bro, my hips still hurt right now, bro. Man, I, bro, I, I I was so beat up that I was like, nah, man, this ain't for me. So shit, I came back. Hell, luckily I had I had a cryo spot to go to, bro. I had to come back and get worked on, fam. I was beat <laughs> down, cause I ain't go like you. But yeah, man, that was that was my new year, man. You know, we ended up uh, we ended up staying up barely um, to the ball drop. Man, so brought, it, <laughs> brought it in, man, and um, was sleep by twelve oh five. You know what I'm saying? But it was uh, it was it was fun though. It was fun, man. It was a cool experience, man. Like I said, probably won't do it too soon again. But nonetheless, it was a cool experience, man. How about yours, man? What y'all do for New Year's? Man, first and foremost, let me tell you that you know, give you credit to yourself for even trying something new. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you can take that. Going into the new year, you know what I'm saying? Opening your eyes to new things, trying new new things. I think that all helps, you know what I'm saying? And for me, like, because how I brought the new year in was me and my girl, you know what I'm saying? We spent um, our new year at the crib. Honestly, my brother came into town from uh, Michigan, so he was down here. Um, so but it was real moderate, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got had grabbed some wings, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? A little champagne. You know what I'm saying? My brother bought some tequila, and that was pretty much it. But same, I mean, same sentiments, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was knocked out by, like, 1230, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a different vibe for the year. But nonetheless, it's just a blessing to, you know, it's been the, uh, the new year, you know what I'm saying, um, around loved ones, you know what I'm saying, around a few loved ones, mm-hmm. of course, you know what I'm saying, but important people in your life and, uh, you know, take it into the new year, you know what I'm saying? And I know that everybody's, what they envisioned, how to bring in the new year is uh, – definitely different from you know what they envision you know maybe earlier or you know what they regularly do i know that it was a picture of times square and it was like completely empty on the street so you know what'd you say you said times square was what it was completely empty on the street so like yeah it was like nobody there so it was just one of the things that um you know it's just a blessing to see a new year i think a lot of people were just like ready for a fresh start just for some just to get out of like seeing 2020 and obviously that's going to be something that you know is going to relish with relish with us for a while um give it everything that happened and give it everything that we've gone through and we're still going through um but at the same time like it's just a, a good it's a good opportunity to to restart and um hop into a new year so with that being said man um hey i'm glad we're doing this together i'm glad we entering this side what it's about second third year uh uh modern uh, girl yeah, man. So this is uh, we started in 2019. We started our first pod was in 2019 and 2021 now, man. So we entering in the year three now. Um, 
of bringing this thing along, man. And it's done nothing but grown ever since we began. Um, you know, commend, commend both, you know what I'm saying? I commend you and commend both of us for continuing to pivot and uh, continuing to push forward and making this thing go. And I mean, this evolved since we, since we started, um, you know, from, you know, from uh, when we first began, um, the vision for the pod and kind of how we began um, in more of a group setting. And then uh, it, it turning into, you know, uh, just us kind of doing this duet. Um, it's, it's truly been, uh, it's been cool to see how we've been able to continue to push this vision and develop this vision. Um, and I mean, the planning that we've done over the last, you know what I'm saying, month or so, uh, I'm excited to, to show everybody what we what we have in store and what we've been working on, just because man, it's 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 time, bro. It's time, man. And and I know a lot of people, you know, looking back at 2020, a lot of people are saying that it's like one of the worst, one of the worst years of of, of a lot of people's lives, at least so they think. But on a personal note, bro, I I truly believe that 2020 was like one of my best years ever as far as like taking 2020 truly for what it was for. Um, I mean, the things that, you know what I'm saying, I was able to accomplish, um, connections I was able to make, and you know what I'm saying, the way life evolved for me. And I'm blessed, man, I'm thankful. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, you wish didn't occur or you wish things could have gone differently, but to sit here in front of y'all right now, or, you know what I'm saying, to be coming through y'all stereo right now, man, I'm blessed and highly favored, man. And as cliche as it may sound, man, God been good to me. Hey, that's not a cliche thing. I mean, I think that, you know, for 2020, to be doing a slight recap before we go over um, the episodes that we did last year, how we grew in that aspect. But um, for me, it was just an opportunity to like, personally grow and persevere, you know? Um, I think that no matter what we go through, no matter what we endure, you know, it's still opportunities to find ways to be better, find ways to improve your everyday routine, your activity, you know, whether it was the gym's closing and you still finding a way to, to work out, whether, you know what I'm saying, is you're working from home and now you're continuing to find ways to, to be better, you know, to take advantage of, of your time, to do, you know, those multitude of things in order to improve yourself. And I think during 2020, it allowed me personally the opportunity to self-reflect. You know, we had a lot of time, a lot of downtime where we had to um, take things for what they were worth. And I think of, I think I've shared this with you before, but a lot of our insecurities, a lot of things that we've gone through um, have been brought mm -hmm. to light. Yeah. And I think that's something that we need to embrace. And I feel like 2020 was the perfect opportunity to do that. But um, shoot, let's take, let's take, let's go back and do a quick preview about, you know, the first, the first episode that, or the most important episodes that you feel like we did last year, I think, what was like one episode you think still, like stands out to you? Well, I mean, obviously, um, obviously, uh, How to Say I Love You in Black um, was, you know, one of our, I think, most in-depth, uh, in-tune episodes. Um, just being able to dive deep in the topic, like, um, the the dynamic between the black man and the black woman and and how um some black women feel um they're treated by black men and 
you know, looking at things from a male perspective and how to hold one another accountable and things like that. Um, obviously, that was probably our most um, our most touching, I guess, uh, episode, I would say. But on like a more broader perspective, um, one of the episodes I'm excited to do a follow up on is the um, the COVID and sports episode, man. Uh, and I and I know I know it is it, it's, <laughs> it's interesting that I choose that one, but it's just crazy to me that amongst everything that has gone on this year, uh, dealing with this pandemic, um, we were able to complete um, some sports seasons. Um, you know, some leagues handled it better than others, um, and we actually had the pleasure of having. Um, a player on um, that episode and I'm excited to you know like I said run it back and now that the season is over at least the regular season is over I'm excited to um, you know get his take on kind of what all he went through and and kind of where he saw the season going where it finished and you know what things look like moving forward Um, and that's and that's going to encompass like you know, the vaccines and all of that stuff that um, we're currently dealing with now. Um, but that's probably one of the most interesting, um, one of the most interesting episodes to me in like a, I guess, less, in, in, in a less serious, well, not necessarily serious, but like in a less obvious light, um, just because, um, because of how, you know, how much sports mean to me and um, what, what they've done for me and kind of what they've done for, for our country and to our country. So um, that's, that's one of the ones that, uh, that stands out to me. Um, a lot of the predictions we had and kind of the way that um, things unfolded, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the follow-up for that one. Yeah, man, I, I would definitely agree. I think that for me, I would say that um, the one episode we had was just me and you, man, it was just the me versus me. I think that episode was like really critical as far as some things that I have already expressed uh, previously about self-reflecting, improving. And as long as we're competing with the best version of ourselves or with competing with our own potential, then, you know, we'll always win. You know what I'm saying? And we'll always look to improve. And I feel like we need to focus internally first and not worry about uh, external resources or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but the hottest I love you and Black, that was a great episode. We had two great guests, you know, um, probably some of the best guests we've had since we've done uh, Modern Growth. So it was a lot of information that was shared, a lot of perspectives that were uh, shared as well that we as Black men, we needed to hear. Um, and that's something that we're going to take forward. You know what I'm saying? We're going to take forward appropriately. And um, we're going to do a follow-up on that episode as well in a different aspect. I know we did um, also, like, the struggles of the Black man you know, with uh, Steph and, uh, and your boy Will. And I thought that was a powerful episode too, you know what I'm saying, that both people should listen to. So if you're just tuning into Modern Go for just getting to know us, I suggest those two episodes, Struggles of a Black Man, High Style of You and Black. Um, and then, of course, the COVID-19 um, in sports, man, I think that that was so interesting because we saw like how important sports is on the basis of – needing to all these workaround plans like all these COVID tests like do you understand I, well, I'm, I, I know you understand but like people really don't 
you really don't understand the magnitude of the money that was being spent for like these rapid COVID tests, COVID tests every day. People, you know what I'm saying? People are coming in, like testing every day for college sports, for collegiate sports, you know what I'm saying? To make sure that- Just to kind of put it in perspective for people, um, we offer offer rapid COVID testing um, on a mobile level um, at our facility and it costs, it costs $200, um, roughly between $150 and $200 in most places to get that rapid test. Now, granted, it's a mobile aspect, so you got to kind of add a, um, a travel fee in there. But just think, roughly, let's just say $150 um, per person. Um, NFL teams have 63 players on top of staff members. And, you know, um, you know, that's that's from management to training staff members to um, the Easily staff equipment. You know what I mean? So you're looking at well over 100 people on a daily college teams have almost 100 players on the team um, on top of their staff members. So they're they're looking at between 150 and 200 players and like just just wrap your head around those number of people times $150 per day. Mm-hmm. Like we talking some money here and, mm-hmm. and, and this, and it's so, and that's why I can't wait to talk about the follow-up on this and kind of what the vaccine's going to bring and things like that. Just because it's, it's crazy to me to think that, well, just not to think, but to see that, the the lengths we're willing to go to in order to entertain people yeah the lengths we're willing to go to to put that product on the field or to put that product on the court you know what i'm saying because the same thing is currently going on in the nba so Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. they're doing the same rapid testing right now and they just ended the season shoot like a few months ago you know what i'm saying so like the urgency to put that product on television like is uh is a big deal i remember the few months of quarantine when they stopped doing sports you know what i'm saying for a while every case and being like people do you know people were like man like i need sports i need something like they were dying out here like man we ain't got nothing right now basketball is taken away baseball is taken away like those first few months of quarantine until like shoot maybe until almost july almost is when like sports really start coming back and like it was a drought it really was so like now you see that product and how in the effort and you see just like uh, just a glimpse of the effort it takes behind the scenes in order to make sure that product is on the field or you know so on a gridiron or the court or whatever the case may be so um collegiate sports professional sports a lot of money a lot of things being invested you know uh, in order to put that product on um on television for our viewership you know what i'm saying and think about it like it's really just viewership because, you know, with limited fan base, you're not really getting the sales. You're not really getting, you know what I'm saying? Like the ticket sales, concession sales. So you're still losing a lot of money. It's just that, you know, you have to put something on the field and recoup something. And a lot of TV contracts, obviously you're obligated to, you know, do certain things. So where you have to hold, keep hold of some of the money, you know what I'm saying? So you're not taking a complete loss, you know? So I think that we'll definitely hop into the episode uh, in depth. Um, uh, later on, probably one of our uh, earliest episodes of coming 2021. Um, so real quick, so what do you think about the vaccine right now? Um, I know this is a little political, but just give me a brief, your brief uh, thoughts on whether you want to take the vaccine or w- whether you would take the vaccine. Um, 
So, um, I don't know, man, it's interesting, bro, because, you know, I'm in a position where um, Bree is pregnant. Um, so I got to do a lot of things to make sure that I'm protecting my family. Um, but at the same time, um, the vaccine, and, and I've been around a lot of people with a lot of different takes on, on this vaccine thing, right? And a lot of people feel a lot of different ways. And I've just been, you know, doing my own research, kind of learning a little bit about what all it takes to produce a vaccine, kind of how they produce this one so fast and, and things like that. And it makes you question a lot of things about the, uh, about Big Farm and the medical field and all of that stuff in general, right? And, and, and I think what, what, what's happened is, um, is, is really just highlighted for me that, well, hell, it should just happen too fast for me, bro. And I, no matter what is said, done, whatever, I won't be comfortable taking the vaccine until I've seen the, and, <clears throat> and I won't be comfortable taking the vaccine until after it's, it's been a lot of, <laughs> a lot of a big sample size of people more importantly, somebody that I know had it, no side effects, things like that. Like that's the only way that I would take the vaccine personally. Um, but you know, for the most part, I've done a lot to protect myself up to this point. Um, staying active, um, you know, wearing my face mask, um, washing my hands, staying as sanitary as possible, cleaning up after myself, um, staying away from people, um, continuing to protect the people that protect myself around other people and protect the people around me. Um, and that's worked fairly well for me. Um, so I'm in no hurry to take the vaccine or, or try to get the vaccine, but at the same time, um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just understand that, that certain things take time and this was damn near way too fast for me. Well, I understand your concerns about how fast it is, but uh, for the research that I've done and, um, you know, I, w whether it be links or just uh, common knowledge information. So basically what I've re been reading is that the reason why it's been put out so fast is because it's an all-in effort and because it is because of a pandemic. So a lot of times when um, vaccines are produced, they're working on multiple vaccines at a time, but because of this pandemic, because of the urgency, um, because of the state of emergency that the country is going in, um, that is why, like, you know, you have um, companies like Johnson Johnson, M M Moderna, and other, you know, um, uh, ph pharmaceuticals being all in. Pfizer and all those things, of course. Yeah, Pfizer being all those things. Like, they're, they're the ones that are going to be, um, they're all in. So that's the reason why, like, it's, um, this, is what, this is what I read and why it's been pushed, and that's why it's gone so fast. Me, personally, um, I would be open to taking the vaccine. I really can't say if I'm just like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Like, there's no um, preconceived, you know, worries or anything like that. So, but, I mean, my dad, he's just north of 60 years old, and, you know, he's, he's already signed up for the vaccine, you know. Um, and I think that he's always, like, at some point you have to, like, 
um, say it's better to be with it than be, be without it. And I feel like that is where he is right now because he's, like I said, because of his age, right? You know, my mom is super conservative when it comes to protecting herself. She wears like multiple masks, like in the house, I called them on FaceTime for Christmas and they're wearing masks on each other. So, so like, that is how my mom hasn't gotten tested yet. So, um, I mean, I think that is, um, well, for me, I think that at some point that we are going to have to do our own research and be open to taking it. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that it's necessary, not to say that it's going to be a requirement, <clears throat> but say, for example, what do you think about this new strain? And I don't want to get into theories or, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> whatever the case may be, but. No, yeah. I, I think I think that, so let me, let me first be clear that um, when I'm saying like, things happen too fast. I understand that there's an all in effort, but this is my thing. Um, and just to kind of go back to finances and, and, and that piece, um, when it comes to, when it comes to health and wellness and, you know, medicine and vaccines and things like that, you got to follow the dollar in, in my eyes. And this shows you that, when we want to, we have the ability to put our heads towards something and get it done. Like, I'm not saying that the vaccine's not gonna work. I'm not saying that the vaccine isn't good. I'm not denying that whatsoever. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it probably is good and it probably does work and it's probably gonna save a lot of people. But um, again, like I said, I still gotta see, you know what I'm saying, a good sample size before I do it. That's, that goes without saying. Um, but what I'm saying is that the reason it makes me question a lot of things is just because like we've been dealing with um you know a lot of a lot of um diseases and things like that that we've had mass research going on for and, and mass uh scientists um trying to prepare different treatments and things like that for um and we ain't had no luck or we haven't made any progress or we've been stagnant for so long. So it's just kind of, it just kind of frustrates me in a sense that, um, you know, we, we can't find, <laughs> we can't find cures to certain things. Um, but yet and still in a situation like this, we've been able to, um, we've been able to, you know, find it this fast, produce it, test it, and be ready to roll out two different versions of it um, in such a short time span um, with, this sort of, with this sort of effort. Whereas in, in other cases, we've been dealing with so much other stuff, cancer, HIV, AIDS, things like that. Like we've been dealing with so much other stuff throughout, you know what I mean, throughout our, our being, you know I me mean, amongst us and we haven't been able to find cures for these things yo these people are way like scientists and things are way too smart for you to tell me that we haven't been able with all these efforts that we haven't been able to find anything i'm not buying it bro i'm not buying it and that's all i'm getting at i'm not saying that there's anything i'm i'm, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the vaccine i'm not saying that the vaccine is it's here to kill you, it's here to do this, it's here to do that. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is, 
it's frustrating to me that we were able to do this so fast, yet and still we struggle with, you know what I'm saying? There, there are still people dying from cancer. There are still people that are dying from, you know what I'm saying, AIDS that, you know what I mean, they, they don't have a cure for. And if we can collectively put our efforts together in something like this, I know what we could do if we put our efforts together in other things. Now, granted, this is what's in front of us right now. This is what's killing majority of people right now. So I understand it. Um, I'm not against it. That's why I also mentioned that I've been doing everything I'm in, in my power to make sure that I'm staying safe, staying active. You know what I mean? Um, you know, making sure that I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Working out, wearing my mask. Um, Staying sanitary, staying away from people, doing things like that, distances and such, distancing and such. But yet and still, like I said, it's just frustrating, man. It's just frustrating, kind of what what it what it took, um, what it what it what it what it takes to develop a vaccine like this. But yet and still, we struggle. Well, we are basically dead in the water in other in other areas. And then, like I said, that's just. It's just a financial thing to me, and it's um, it's just frustrating on my end. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm not I'm not against the vaccine. I'm not supportive of the vaccine either. I'm just I'm kind of middle of the road, I guess you say. Um, well, I think that for me, I think that well, first of all, I do think that we should continue this episode and you know probably table some of these topics before and, and get and get wall on here. You know what I'm saying? Help yeah, 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 a thousand percent. Definitely should do that. But from my opinion, I think that it's a uh I agree with you a lot with what you're saying. I just think that it's a different um situation with how contagious it is. And I think that with with cancer and some of those other things, like yes, there's money behind it, you know what I'm saying? I think they can afford to take the time with some of their 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 read their research. You know what I'm saying? I think there's cures for cancer out there or or uh you know what I'm saying, or forms of it. I just think that there's money behind it. But I think that we're in a completely different state you know what I'm saying, with this pandemic, how contagious it is. And, you know, it's a new strain that came out from UK that's hitting, you know what I'm saying, um, that, that has hit us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, you know, now it's hit different states. So, like, I think you get into this situation where, like, um, you get into this situation where, like, the more contagious it is, you know what I'm saying, like, the more you put a lot of, uh, you risk a lot of, the things that we go through, you know what I'm saying, in America, like whether it's, it's jobs, opportunities, you know what I'm saying? I think that it affects so many different ways of life that this vaccine has become like necessary as an option. I don't believe that it has to be something that needs to be pushed, but like I said, at what point it become more contagious? And that's one of these theories, like what is the odds? And I was talking to my girlfriend about this, like what are the odds that like, you know, as soon as, right, as soon as they, um, McConnell like blocked the six the the two thousand dollars stimulus right, then uh, a high a more contagious strain comes out like a day later, you know what I'm saying? And now like vaccines are coming out, and now they're also saying that you you get the first dose, you have to take the the second dose within now, this like is the Pfizer one that you're talking about. Moderna is only one uh okay one so dose. Pfizer okay so Pfizer is one dose, but that's the best. No, Pfizer is two doses. Moderna is one dose. Okay, Pfizer's two doses, Moderna's one doses, one dose. So that makes sense, but that's even information that people need to be privy to, because like just because you get the vaccine one time, like you can still, if if you get the if you get the the Pfizer and have to get two doses, 
then you can get the you can get the vaccine shot, and then within the uh and then within the time frame that you go get your second one, you can contract it. You can still get it at that well, point, right? So so what what I'm under the impression of because like I said, I've talked to a lot of people about it. Um, and so um, apparently, once you get the first dose, um, the next day. Um, it starts to kick in and then after two to three days um it's protecting you from passing it to other people right mm-hmm. that's not necessarily to say that you can't get it but it's supposed to protect you from passing it to other people whereas after that um i, I guess that the second dose is supposed to be able to protect it protect you from it affecting you um there's there's no way that is going to be able to ever stop you from being able to get it it just increases your chances of fighting your body fighting against it that's that's with any vaccine though you get what i'm saying like it, it'll yeah. never stop you from getting it it's just only able to you know make your body aware that this thing exists if it happens then you can fight it off you know what i'm saying it's not um and so like the initial dose of the Pfizer one is supposed to be able to, you know what I'm saying, pretty much make it so that you can't pass it off. And again, like you said, I want to get Wall on here so we can really talk more factual from somebody who's in the field and things like that. But this is just from the research that I've done. I'm not saying any of this is fact, fact. I'm just saying that this is what I've, this is what I've learned from different, from different talks with different people and what I've read. Um, is that the initial dose is supposed to make sure uh, within the time it's supposed to make sure that you can't give it to others. And then the other one is supposed to just, you know, ensure that your body can fight it off when, and if you come in contact with it. Um, so that being the case, um, I, I don't know. I, I Let's cut it right there just because yeah, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get Wall on here and I think he'll be excited to talk about it too. Um, so yeah um but to move right along um another thing that um we looking forward to to (laughs) talking about this year uh obviously we talked about uh we previewed um covid and its effect on sports um the vaccine um we want to dive into you know some more uh personal topics as well um Mm -hmm. things like you know relationships uh a lot of people um especially when they're single they have these preconceived notions that there's um you know non-negotiables and things that they have to have within a relationship or that their partner can't do or things like that and um i'm not gonna dive into it but we got uh kendall and i both have some interesting takes on that and 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 how life actually is funny when it comes to those non-negotiables when when in, in inside of a relationship and uh, how those things necessarily don't play out exactly how you uh, <laughs> exactly how you expected them. Um, they never do, man. They no, never do. Not at all, bro. Not at all, man. And it's so funny because, um, like you said, it's it's a non-negotiable. So it's something that we we consider ourselves standing on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just funny to see how those type of things play out, man. Um, uh, what what else you got for him this year, man? Well. But before we move on to that, 
because we gotta talk about music. We gotta talk about music. Yeah. But before, before we do that, I just wanna for a quick preview for non-negotiables. And I just thought about this, man. Like, and I wanna say I wanna bring it to the table. Like, I think people need to decipher what the difference between non-negotiables and morals. Because I think because there are some things morals you stand on. Non-negotiables are like <laughs> like they what is a non-negotiable? Because if you're not willing to negotiate, then you probably shouldn't be in a relationship anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, Fair like, they are, if there are things that, you know, obviously, like, credit to your morals, things you stand on, like, things you firmly believe in, then, like, okay, nobody can move you off of those. But, like, non-negotiables, that's coming to, from, for me, it sounds like you're telling me what you're not going to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what is the most, of like, uh, comforting to hear. You know what I'm saying? From your partner is like, well, I, 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 I ain't doing this. Like, yeah, that's not. But at the same time, bro, non-negotiables don't have to be that aggressive. Like, it can be, you know what I'm saying? Certain things like, yeah, I'm just not, it's not something that I'm into, so I'm not going to do it. It's not, it doesn't have to be aggressive to the point where like, man, I ain't never doing, it, it don't got to be that. It's just like, it's not something I'm into, so I don't get involved in it. So therefore, I never put myself in position to do certain things. But like you said, you know, if in, in, in a relationship, it goes, it's a two-way street. So you, whether you think about it or not, you go negotiate. And, yeah, gonna, and, and that's, <laughs> and that's gonna be single. You, or your ass going to be by yourself. And so that's, that's the, that's the piece uh, that I'm excited to highlight. Um, <laughs> I ain't gonna give y'all no more, man. Cause it, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll leave, leave it, there. it right there. We'll leave we'll it right there. there. Um, to transition a little bit, uh, Kendall mentioned music. That's another thing we want to talk about. Uh, we got a dope episode planned for y'all. Um, you know, recapping music of 2020. Um, just to kind of give them a taste, can give me um, not your top. Just give me three of your favorite albums um, across all genres uh, last year. Oh man, um, across all genres, man. Don't do me um, both, neither, bro. Don't take all of them. I ain't gonna take all of them, bro. You know, like I, I've been on. Uh, so I think Savage Mode Two was like a very um, underrated album, um, a very good project from Twenty One. That I mean, for a while, Twenty One was quiet. You know what I'm saying? Twenty One was quiet. Like he was consistent for a minute, then he was quiet. So like. Now he was in between that space where we didn't know if he was finna make that next step. It's like an artist we can continue or is he finna level off? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Savage Mode was yeah. a good project for him to be in his lane, do what he does best, you know what I'm saying? And like, and knock it out the park. Metro, that was a good collab. That was a good collab with Metro Boomin, you know what I'm saying? So like, I appreciate that album for sure. Um, another album that I like, of course, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to keep it, you know, not trying to take all yours, whatever, but so on the R&B side, man, that, that Kalani album, bro, you know what I'm saying? That Kalani album for me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm a, I'm a more mellow individual when it comes to the R&B. So, like, those, I can soothe to the vibes, you know what I'm saying? Like, and she got probably about six or seven tracks on there that I could listen to consistently. So, I think it's a slept-on album. Uh, I think the Janae album gets a lot of uh, love. I think, you know what I'm saying, the Tiana album gets a lot of love. But that Kalani album is slept-on, and, like, she's been consistent in her career as well. And then, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of somebody else besides Benny, man. You know what I'm saying? Now go ahead, so, man. Go ahead, man. I get I'm it. A, I I'm get a, it. I'm a, <laughs> go ahead. I I'm get it. Go, you know what? I'm going to go Benny, and I'm going to do a, a, a 3B, man. Benny, with his new album, man, I think that, you know, me and my old head was having this discussion about, 
you know, um, like it being a good project, but it wasn't as gritty as like Ten and Talk Three for me. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's like that's that's that, but it's like a, that comparison where like <clears throat> they talk about Drake versus like the um, what's the uh, you know the So Far Gone mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a classic mixtape. Like mm -hmm. where some people would put that as an album. You know what I'm saying? So like. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's uh or I think Kendrick had one too with that that section eighty that was not really an album but like that mixtape you know what I'm saying whatever the case may yeah. be like that was like classic or whatever so I think it was similar along those lines where it was good for you know what I'm saying the culture for being to put something together it sounded cool it was a little short for me but I still appreciate it and um you saying the uh you saying burden of proof was short yeah it was short it was like 10, 10, 10 11 songs to twelve songs and then like. A few of the songs were like, you know, a couple of verses, you know what I'm saying? Two minutes, 30 seconds, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I think that, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got more from Tennis Talk, but at the same time, like, it was an efficient, clean album. Good features with uh, Freddie, good features with, with, with Ross, you know what I'm saying? He held, he obviously, he knocked every verse out of the park, you know what I'm saying? He make, like, and yeah. in, in when he says he make the rap shit look easy, he really do make the rap shit look easy. So, like, I respect that tough talking <laughs> back in the rap. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I I let you get yours in, but I would say definitely that 21 that Kalani and uh and uh the uh the Benny, of course. I respect that. I respect that. Um huh, to to kind of jump off of what you put on the flow, um, I would say Benny was gonna be one of mine, but I I'll uh I'll I'll transition. Uh I'm a, I'm gonna take Gibbs, uh that Alfredo. Um Gibbs came with it. Um Gibbs been, I mean for me, being a Gibbs fan, been, have been a Gibbs fan for so long, um, it's just, it's dope to see him finally getting the credit he deserved and, and people finally getting hip. Um, it's, you know, you know how I feel when you put somebody on some music or something like that, and then you hear them bumping it by themselves or they playing it on, they, on the gram or snap or something like that, you'd be like, I told you, nigga, that shit hot, hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that piece for me, that piece for me um, was dope just to see him starting to collab with, um, with bigger artists um, like Ross, um, but still seeing him do the features with, you know, other gritty artists like Benny. Um, mm -hmm. That track that they had right there, man. Oh my man. God! I forgot what it was called, but the beat was just crazy. I've, oh, I got it. Man, if you, you want to talk about some cats talking that talk, like oh my God, that Frank Lucas. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was about to say it. Like it, 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 it. For me, like it was dope to see like two of my favorite artists, like because Benny one of my favorite artists right now for sure. So like to see him and Gibbs get it in together on the track, go back and forth, like. That should be hard, fam. Cause I, you know, said I like music, and you know, music moved me in certain ways. And like, that shit just like that album. Like I said, for him to start getting the credit he deserved, like it's dope. But like, that Alfredo top to bottom, like he did his thing. And you know, anytime Gibbs get on the track, he gonna talk that shit. So for me, it was dope to to hear it top to bottom, and then for him to get nominated for album of the year. Like, like I said, man, that shit five. And so then another one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite albums last year, uh, and I'm gonna stay all rap of mine. Um, another one of my favorite albums last year was Nas King's Disease. 
Um, shit, Nas came with it, man. Um, he did. He definitely. He came with it, man. And for me, it was a, it was, it was another like straight through album, no skip. Like I liked every track, you know. Saying some obviously more than others, but um, that album was one of my favorite last year. Um, and then my final, my final one would probably be uh, that Jada Kiss Ignatius album. Um, mm-hmm. Don't get a lot of love from most people, but I, I like to hear bars, and I like to hear you know people kick that real. I like to hear gun bars, drug bars, <laughs> for whatever reason, you know. what I'm saying I that's just what I like to listen to, and Kiss was kiss you know what i'm saying like he had a couple tracks on there a couple uh you know r&b type tracks on there that was fuego um you know and i i, I don't know i think i would say those are probably um those are probably my favorite well you know you took the benny from me so i would say uh, <laughs> benny those are probably my my favorite three um rap albums last year um Let's see that. Let's see, catch and release off of that album was one of my favorites, along with uh, "Angels Getting Pedicured." Them was two of my them was two of my favorite tracks off of there. Um, the feature with Two Chains was fire, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that those are those are probably my top three. And not to harp on it too long, um, we got like I said, we got a dope episode planned for y'all talking about music. Um, <laughs> And, and you know what I'm saying, how how music influences the culture, how the culture influences music, because um, it goes both ways for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's- um, Man, a that's, playlist is gonna come, bro. Playlist, you got me excited, man. A playlist is definitely gonna come. <laughs> yes, sir. Because like, we didn't even really, we didn't even mention, like I said, we're gonna table it, but we didn't even mention like all of Gazelda, you know what I'm saying? Like West Side Gun had a project, you feel me? Like Conway. Yeah, you know, Conway had a project. He went crazy. Conway went crazy. Man, so if, like, you, if you, and and here's the the thing that me and Gabe both appreciate about these albums is is the album cuts, not the, not the singles, not what's pushed. It's the album cuts that be the hardest on the track. Yeah. That'd be the hard. That's where you find your Frank Lucas. That's where you find, you know what I'm saying? It's the tracks that don't nobody else talk about. Nobody talk about, but you got to listen to you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those tracks to be on repeat for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, a thousand percent, bro. And and like I said, man, I ain't going to harp on it too long, but I'm excited to expound on it a little bit more. And, and really like, and really, like I said, you know what I'm saying? Talk about the, the, the way culture influences music and the way mu- music influences culture and just kind of like, you know, talk about different ways people listen to music, different reasons people listen to music, man. It's, it's, we got a dope episode planned for y'all, man. We got got some shit, man. Definitely got some shit, man. So we're gonna do a quick little like recap. Like, got the COVID, you know what I'm saying? Sports, you know what I'm saying? That's separate from the vaccine episode we're gonna do with Wall. Also, shout out to him, you know what I'm saying? He just got featured on a podcast. So make sure y'all check that out. I think it's called Beth Becker's uh healthcare. I'll I'll put it in the bio. It's called wait, matter of fact, let me do it right now because I'm gonna do y'all disservice sponsor right now. So I'm probably gonna come back and tell y'all. So it's called uh, Becker's Healthcare Podcast. He's on the latest episode. Uh, he's a consultant and chartist group, so in the healthcare industry. So that should be a good episode. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him for show. And then we also got, uh, we also have those two episodes, the non-negotiables in relationships. And then we also, you know, the, the music episode as well. So we got a good start, man. Um, 
of what we want to bring to y'all for content. You know what I'm saying? We got, uh, we just got new, refreshed energy. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, we took a lot from 2020 and, you know, put that on our shoulders, you know what I'm saying? And acknowledge ways we can get, get better. You know, so I think we have a lot of ideas we want to share with y'all and new equipment too. You know what I'm saying? Like the mics is A1, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my girl, my apologies, babe. Like, you know what I'm saying? For, you know, setting me up. This is why I got us a Christmas gift. So I had to send G1, you know what I'm saying? We always got to be on the same page. So I had to send G1. So now. My dog got me right, man. I'm not, I got to, I got to give him a shout out one more time. Shout out Nita though, because she, she, she put us on with it. She gave it to him <laughs> first and then they give me one. But man, like, Bro, I'm excited. This, like he said, man, it just make you want to pod, make you want to record, man. So we're gonna be in here more often for sure, man. We're gonna keep tapping in with y'all, keep pushing different, you know, saying different topics, um, and, and, and continue to grow, man. That's what this thing is about, man. Pushing the culture, trying to grow from the culture, trying to grow the culture, um, and help each other grow, man. That's what it's about. Yeah, man. So before we head out, you know what I'm saying? We're going to um, just, gee, just tell me three things, man, 2021 that you really want to, you know, work on or focus on or any goals or anything like that. Anything, you know what I'm saying? Just highlight just three things for 2021 um, that you just want to, you know, just highlight. So first and foremost, man, uh, one of my biggest goals this year is to um, just just continue to focus on my relationship with Christ. Um, I, I definitely definitely slacked off um last year and you know hadn't been hadn't been locked in like like I normally you know saying would have liked to um so that's that's my first goal first and foremost um secondly uh continuing to prepare myself so when the time comes I can be the best father that I can be um that's that's what I'm another thing I'm excited about um and then uh the third thing, uh, ah, let's see here. I would say, uh, the the gym thing is too easy, man. I feel like that's but it's that's, necessary, that's like, bro. It's a cop out, though. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Top of the year, everybody. I'm gonna focus on my fitness. I'm gonna get right. Woo, woo, woo. It's a cop out, bro. Like I, I think that, I think I could give y'all something a little bit better than that. Um, nah, I, okay, I, I well, would say three A. That's three A. You can say you can do a three A, three B. But all right, I think so I can so three A, three A is that is, is you know me, me, Ken, uh, Jones, and David. Uh, we all got uh, we in a little group. We 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 in the lab. Um, we all pushing, pushing each other towards our fitness goals. Um, I'm gonna share my goals with y'all next trip. I ain't gonna give them to y'all right now. Right? <laughs> right. I'll make sure I'm on right. track. Um, but nah, um, we all got our fitness goals in, in mind. You know what I'm saying? With the little one on the way, I got to make sure I can whoop people's ass if, if the time ever presents itself. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, no question. <laughs> um, but but no, though, man, I um, I would say, um, like you said, three A, my fitness goals, um, and three B is just you know, continuing to grow as a man and evolve, um, whatever that means. Um, I don't know what that means right now for me. I think well, in the immediate, um, it's just continuing to stay persistent with the goals that I got in front of me, um, and that's business, relationship, things like that. Just staying persistent, um, pushing forward, um. 
I think that persistency is what I'm gonna uh, is what I'm gonna go with as my third one. Overall, I'm gonna just say uh, persistence, um, continuing to push forward in spite of um, not giving a damn, just pushing towards the goal. Um, that's something that it got me to where I am right now, um, and I got to keep that shit in the forefront. So what's your three, man? My bad, I done took up hella time. Oh man, I think those are three important ones, and I think that. You know, it's no matter of time that can equate to like those things because those things are going to propel you and push you and always be at the top for you, you know what I'm saying, uh, throughout the year. But uh, one thing I can definitely relate to you about is the relationship with Christ, man. I relate to you a thousand percent because I definitely, you know, feel that I, I, I owe God this year, you know what I'm saying, for blessing me when he didn't have to, you know, in ways where, you know, Preach. I was the best version of myself with, with my relationship with him last year, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, and I was off, but he was still there anyway, you know what I'm saying, still blessed me with the opportunity that I've been waiting on. So I don't take those things for granted. And, you know what I mean, I really want to, you know, strengthen my relationship and strengthen my faith, you know, first and foremost. And it also it acquired myself more knowledge, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when I do have these conversations with other people that, you know, I'm also, I'm, I'm aiding in the right way, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's a goal for me and, you know. Um, you know, we can do some Bible plans, whatever the case may, may be, but it's definitely needs to be more consistency on that end. Um, for me, I was talking about this with my girlfriend yesterday, but also um, getting back to myself, I feel like last year in so many ways I was like off. Um, and I think especially when it comes to like posting content, like I didn't feel as engaged. I didn't feel as, you know what I'm saying, like the person, like the social person that like I'm known to be, you know what I mean? Like. I felt like I was playing the background from a lot. I took a step back from a lot of different things. And I think that, you know, modern growth, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, obviously with me posting the workouts and what we're trying to do as far as our workout challenge, like those things and sharing those things is like who I am, you know what I'm saying? And who I've always been. So I definitely want to get back to that. And then, um, so I, I'll throw it, that, that's part of the gym too. So I won't, you know, water the gym. And then the third thing is just that, you know, finding, you know, um, ways to create income you know what i'm saying finding a different ways to create income i think that you know i'm not going to lie to y'all i'm not the most entrepreneurial spirit whatever the case may be but you know i do think that you know with the cut with the, with the ventures we have going on right now especially with the modern growth you know what i'm saying and so other things that have you know plan a process there are opportunities to expand there's opportunities to market yourself um and another episode i want to talk to you about the stone on the table but like the ability to market yourself, like you're like a walking billboard, you know what I'm saying? Like those relationships, like how you're able to be approached, like everything like that matters, especially in a world where people are making millions off social media, people are making millions off of who they are, like, you know what I'm saying? Just showing up, being there. I think we're in a different climate. And I think that it's that much more important to be the best version of yourself and for you to be personable, you know what I'm saying? So I think all those things come into play. And I just want to, you know what I'm saying, tap into that potential, especially because, you know what I'm saying, in our group, you know what I'm saying, this is the last year before we, you know what I'm saying, go, niggas top 30. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, like, but to, you know what I'm saying, I, bro, like like you said, your first one, like, same as mine, bro. Um, and I think that, um, I think that a lot of, a lot of your second goal has to do with is just like, Pulling the trigger, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what I'm saying? And, and and uh, you know what I mean. A lot of that. I mean, I I, I suffer from the same thing too. Except, my, you know, me. I'm just a. I don't really like social media. Is there? It's not necessarily something that's like for me or or like 
as much as I like love marketing and I understand it and I enjoy it, um, I don't really care for um, social platforms. I love my people. Uh, I like to share things with, you know what I'm saying, my loved ones, family and friends and things like that. But um, I don't know, I could do without social media. If it wasn't for business, I probably wouldn't give a damn about it, keep it a stat. Um, right. But I know how it's important, how much, how important it is for um, for business, for, for this platform. I mean, most of y'all probably wouldn't be listening to us right now if it wasn't for social media. Um, mm-hmm. So let, I'd be remiss if I didn't say I was grateful for it. Um, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, like I said, bro, I think, I think you just got to pull the trigger, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you do the work, you, you got the mindset, bro. You just got to pull the trigger, bro. And start producing the content, man. And you know what I'm saying? Whatever you need for me to make sure that that's happening, bro. You know, I got your back all the way through. And then the third one, nigga, let's get this money. Okay. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever it is, bro, you know, you know, my mind always going when it's when it's time to, you know what I'm saying, tap into some new income, tap into a new mm-hmm. business venture. Bro, let's put our heads together and let's make this shit shake, bro. And that's 100. Yeah, we talked about some things within the group that we not going to put in the pot, but you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, 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 100%. No, no, no. But, yeah, you so know like, what I'm saying? those things are still in most, those things are still like, you know what I'm saying, at the forefront, or not the forefront, but those things are still on the table. It's just about you know what I'm saying? Like when is the appropriate time? You know what I'm saying? So we got some things that are in motion now, of course, with, with the modern growth and the things you got going on, you know what I'm saying? That are happening now, but like, okay, what are other ways? Like, you know what I'm saying? We can tap into, because at the end of the day, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like we got the same mindset, the people we hang around got the same mindset. And you know, when it, we want to be the best person of ourselves, like then you become an asset. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. an asset no matter wherever you go. So you your, your value is just more, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, we know what our value is. We know what our worth is. And it starts, you know what I'm saying, with sharing it on this platform. Because we don't know it all, but we want to know it all. You know what I'm saying? We don't have 100%. it all, but we want to We want to have it all. So that's why we're here on this platform, to share that growth. And that's what, you know what I'm saying, we're so passionate and so uh, so excited about the, um, about the potential of modern growth itself. And I really think this is the year that we really take off the show. No, fact, bro, I, the goal I, is definitely to turn this shit into a conglomerate, bro. And I'm talking about our friend group and you know what I'm saying, what we do as a as a group. Um, so you know, like I said, bro, I'm with it. You know, I'm I've always been with the shits. So Yeah, man. <laughs> bro. So we you know what I'm saying. As we wrap this up, man, we thank y'all for tuning in to this New Year pod. I know it ain't no New Year's Day or whatever, but it's still the first week of the year, man. People didn't pass, you know what I'm saying? They they first Monday of the year. It's the first week and it set the tone. So one thing before we get out of here, I wanted to share that I had a, a conversation with a friend that the biggest thing I wanted to share is that I don't feel like as soon as, uh, you know, 21 hits, if that 21 this year hits, that 2020 was such a treacherous year that everything has to happen like right now. You know what I'm saying? You have to allow yourself to settle. You have to allow yourself to get into a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? You have to allow yourself to be what is going to be sustainable. You know what I'm saying? You try to kill yourself for over work yourself the first week because it's a new year and you want to do all these things you're going to tap yourself out like what is going to be sustainable what's going to be maintained for you to do and for you to look at the end of the year and say i gradually progress because at the end of the day that's all we're looking to do you know what i'm saying we're looking to gradually progress and let god take care of the rest and you hit it on the head i ain't saying nothing else because at the end of the day we got better today my boy and just like that i'm out we out
you have to grow.